Hello and welcome to the 3 for Thursday podcast from fmi.online. I'm your host Neeti Jain and today's 3 for Thursday is top 3 ways to approach guesstimate questions in your interviews. Today my guest is Ashutosh Singhal who is a student at IIT Delhi and currently he's in an exchange program at Insilion in France. Hello Ashutosh and welcome to the podcast for 3 for Thursday. How are you doing today? Thanks Ms Neeti. Uh, I'm doing pretty fine. It's uh, a good time in the noon. Probably we are at a like time zone difference of 3 and a half hours but it's, it feels like I'm still home. Uh the atmosphere is really live and it's pretty cold in France but I'm really loving it. The exchange is just for 4 months. I'm midway through it and I'm coming back to Mumbai soon. So it'll be a nice time in India as well. What are you going to be doing in Mumbai so? So I have an internship at Morgan Stanley under the sales and trading division. I'll be working around fixed income, so that's my niche. So I got this offer recently by Morgan Stanley in which uh they came on campus and I was one among the two folks to get across. We both are from non-engine non-coding backgrounds per se and we're doing pretty fine in the co-curricular part of our institute besides doing good in the cats. So that was our profile around that. And uh, today we'll be talking more about how we got about the guesstimates and all of the things that were asked in the interview because uh as in Genesis, you know, they won't really ask us the deep financial things. So we'll talk about stuff that they expect out of us and I hope to maybe share the experience soon once I'm coming coming back. We are lately I've heard about a lot about these guesstimate questions as to number of people traveling at the Heathrow airport on daily basis. So tell me in very very simple terms what is a guesstimate according to you what is a guesstimate question fair so guesstimate as a word was very new to me when i entered uni back in 2019 and today as i look at it it's still the same as my seniors explained it to me it's guess plus estimate so it's more of a mixture between guesswork and calculation in which you're not really expected to know the final answer but what you really up- looked at is the way you approach the question and how your thinking process goes about you know solving any complex problem by breaking it down into uh, smaller problems or by maybe unconventional methods or certain frameworks that have been developed just the way you solve like mathematical problems so it's more of a thing that is unlike formulas in which you'll be doing just very simple stuff it's more about thinking and being in the moment while being in an active conversation with the interviewer in which you are gauged of your thinking ability and your real time interaction Awesome. So it's not a completely blind guess, or it's not a completely mathematical calculation or a statistic model that you're applying, but it's somewhere between, between those two and understanding how your thinking process really is. So let's deep dive into our question today as to what are the top three ways that you can approach these guesstimate questions to break into these interviews. Fair. So I'll start off with how actually we approach a guesstimate and what exactly. uh is an example of that so let's say somebody asks you uh tell me how many customers will you be having across a week at a burger king outlet in mumbai let's just say so that's a question that a consultant or an interviewer gives you and then you have to think about the whole thing and maybe give an answer it does not have to be like a very perfect and accurate answer say like, say maybe a lakh and 2000 and 342 doesn't have to be like that it could be maybe a lakh and 10000 but you have to go about a proper structure going about it so how you usually approach is that 
first of all, you hear the question. Of course, you've done a lot of practice before coming into the interview. But what happens is that you wait for a while, think about it, and build a rough sketch of how you're going to approach the problem. Maybe you think about, you know, looking at the weekdays differently and weekends differently. And depending on the ways you've practiced about such questions, will you break them, break them down into further parts? Once you've had like a raw structure in the mind for 30 seconds to one minutes, the interview the interview does give you time in the beginning. But once you have that time, they ask you if you have any questions before starting the starting with the starting with the uh, pardon, starting with the guesstimate. So the point is, uh, you have to utilize that time very well. Ideally, they say that you need to ask three to five good questions at that time, so that you have good clarity across the entire guesstimate. And you call them prerequisite questions. Uh, the questions really help you understand how exactly is the interviewer looking at that problem. For example, you ask them. Are you looking at it from the retail point of view or are you looking from the sale point of view? Like both of these things. So as to have clarity about maybe you're looking for a customer who want to go there or for a businessman perspective who's want to have more business around it or maybe open stuff like that. Is it an existing store or is it like a new store? What location is it? How exactly it's going to be? What are the prices? Um, who can afford it? What are the nearby surroundings? All of that. I mean, there's a proper structure to go about it. But the point is you need to utilize the beginning very well to ask for the preliminary questions. Once you're across that, now you have certain insights about the problem and the interviewer knows that he has only given certain details to you. Of course, he does not want you to jump to the answer in a minute because that's not how it's meant to be. Ideally, a guesstimate is meant to be somewhere around 15 to 25 minutes of active discussion. Maybe you take a couple of minutes in the beginning and the end towards synthesizing what's your answer and maybe synthesizing three advices or three main points that you've had in the discussion and that you want to bring out before giving out the answer. But also along these lines, there's one more important thing called assumptions because it's a guess. So you can't really chalk out everything. You can't calculate everything. So they have this thing called assumptions as well. So in the beginning, you had this time to think about the problem. Then you ask some questions, but you still can't get to the answer without assuming certain things or asking certain things. Asking everything seems a bit impolite because in that case, you're not thinking at all. So the better way to go about your thinking process is convey everything that you have in your mind to the interviewer and state your assumptions very explicitly. Whatever you have in your mind and you're thinking and probably this is the way that you want to have along is when you talk about it. The advantage of this is that the interviewer in this case has two things to do. A, comprehend that you're really understanding the problem and are actively approaching it. Or otherwise, it's just you thinking in your brain and he, he or she does not know what's happening with you. And B, in case they want an answer from a different perspective, they are correcting you on the lines and maybe they deviate you a bit towards where they want your answer to be. Of course, because uh, even if it's a standard guesstimate problem, the answer does not have to be the same every time, nor does the interviewer know it. But what they know is that this thinking process will help you get to the answer. So you need to be very active and very vocal about what's happening with you. And that is how you get along with it. There's a third more important thing as well, which is about using round numbers and having certain basic facts in your mind. For example, um, maybe if you have an international interview in London office, of course, it's based in Europe. So you can expect questions which are more like maybe the city of London, city of Manchester, maybe capitals of France, so like Paris or Spain, Barcelona, Madrid and all that stuff. So you should have basic numbers up your mind or maybe for the whole world as well, uh, maybe America's population, India's population, Europe's population, uh, Delhi, Bombay, if you're in India, 
the population of Delhi and the population of Bombay, maybe the area as well, because at times they do ask you questions around that. But you don't need to go very, very precise about it. The advantage of guesstimates is that since you don't have to get to the perfect answer, you can think about the uh, wholesome numbers, like you can just round them up. For example, the land area of India is like 3.28 million square kilometers. So you won't really go down till saying it's 3.28 million square kilometers. You'll say it's three and a quarter. And while dividing by four, you will say it's 80.8 million. So stuff like that. You can easily round off and you don't need to, you don't need to get to the accurate answer as I've repeated like 10 times at this interview. So don't be very, very conscious about it. All you need to do is just focus on the thought process and how you're approaching it. Numbers and all, once you practice across uh, various cases, uh, try to do them with your friends. But first of all, if you want to go in the beginning, try to go on YouTube and then see around some guesstimates that give you an idea of how does an interview go about it. If you want to practice with yourself, there's a nice book by IIT alumni called Case in Point. Uh, Case in Point is a nice book in which they talk about the cases. Uh, you can practice them on your own and then later have a friend with yourself with whom you can practice along. But the three takeaways that I have for you about all the guesstimates is that A, have a lot of prerequisite information and do a lot of practice. B, be very vocal about how you're interacting throughout the guesstimate so that the interviewer knows that what is happening with you. And three, be very confident of what you're saying. It's not like you should throw random things in the air and then correct it at all because what matters more in an interview is also your confidence about how strong you are with what you're going and what you're proposing. So take your own sweet time. Nothing is in a hurry, at least for an interview in a guesstimate question, because you already know that the answer will be somewhere in that range. But you have to go about bringing that structure in place so that your answer seems more convincing. So you have to take your own sweet time, but also yeah. have enough practice at the back end so that uh, your approach does not seem very foolish or very uh, un-industry-like. So you just have and to go about all these things. Yeah. yeah. The more you practice, the more prepared you sound and more confident you sound in your interview. So definitely preparing is the key. But uh, to summarize what you said today, I think the three uh, approaches that you brought out were, you know, ask for questions that also kind of shows your other skills other than the guesstimate questions that they're looking at as to your communication skills, your uh, how enthusiastic you are or how prepared you are with those kind of questions um you know make sure you state your assumptions uh, that you will be doing using for the guesstimate questions and uh, and the third one very important point that you said was have a little bit knowledge about the local numbers or the regional numbers or the whole numbers that you need to be aware of if you're in uh, london be aware of them if you're in india be aware of what the population is or what a, a population of people traveling at the airport is and obviously, there's a lot of material available today online to get these numbers, um, a, a little bit idea about what these numbers might be. It could, you could take an estimate again because it's a guesstimate question. But um, those are three important approaches that you brought out and very important. A uh, point that you also brought up was uh, look at the book, Case in Point, um, which might be helpful for the students uh, listening to this podcast. Um, for other questions, other than guesstimates, we have a resource on fmi.online on technical questions asked in an IB interview. So uh, have a look at those. And uh, we also have an investment banking pathway with a lot of courses that might help you uh, with cracking these interviews at, um, at these top banks. So thank you very much, Ashutosh, for your time today. And thank you to our listeners 
who have been listening to our podcast so far a really big thank you to those who have given feedback on some future three for thursdays that we could do please keep them coming in drop me a message on linkedin or any other contact you have got of me and we love your support and you can do that by rating reviewing and subscribing to our three for thursday podcast finally have a look at our free resources at fmi.online see you next thursday also for the people who actually stay till the end i also have another nice book to tell you uh the one uh, is called cases interview crack it's it's the one by iit alumni and case in point is a very professional book so once you start with case interview crack then you can uh, proceed to case in point and if you do both of these books probably it'll take you like 4 to 6 months of nice practice if you're doing it very sincerely within 2 to 4 months that's also pretty nice but once you go along all of these lines probably you will be like a very good candidate for the company so best of luck awesome thanks ashutosh uh, another good point from you on these two books thank you so much thank you nice for thanks for having me thanks